Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to Ty's Tech Line. I'm your host, Tyler Harrington, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to another episode of Dear Monday, and we have a very special treat for you guys on this very special episode of Dear Monday. We have a little jingle for Dear Monday. Right, Ash? Yeah, we do. All right. Ash came up with a little jingle that we may or may not incorporate into every Dear Monday. We'll see how it goes. So we're going to uh, perform it for you right now, and you guys can tell us how you think about it. Okay, ready, set, go. Today's the day. It's Dear Monday. So pull up a seat and put up your feet. We'll summarize our week. With your favorite tech geek. And me, Ash. Hey, okay. That's not half bad considering we wrote it in like two seconds. I kind of like it. <laughs> if you're out there and you're musical and you can take those words that we just said and you have like a little like a little jingle you can put behind it, you can make a little musical number for it, you even want to perform it for us, we're all ears. Send us an email, info at theherrington's.com and we may just put it in. Ty's, Ty's line, Dear Monday. Edition. Edition. So we're back. Episode two of Dear Monday. Last week was our pilot episode <laughs> and i think it went pretty good right ash yeah I, people loved it yeah there was a pretty good number of downloads we had good response on instagram so thank you all for messaging us and listening encouraging us and life. listening to our ramblings and shenanigans you liked it so much that we're back to do it again so i think the format is going to be we're going to jump into the letters kind of quickly at the beginning here we'll do all the letters and then at the end we may just kind of banter and talk about our lives or whatever so we'll see but let's jump into it so let's start off with dear monday so cue the music dear monday we meet again i know you have a bad reputation and most people aren't huge fans of you but i kind of like you mostly because i know every time we cross paths that means that we're one week closer to warmer weather and one week closer to meeting baby harrington ty did you know that groundhog saw shadow so spring is supposed to come sooner this year i never understood why a mammal sticking his head out of the ground has anything to do <laughs> with the amount of spring or winter or whatever that we're going to have but that's that would be fantastic because it has been like weird this winter has been weird you know what i think is funny though i think it's funny that like however that started people sit and wait what for groundhog day no they sit and wait for him to come out or not no it's like a whole thing like they have stands and news people are there that's what i'm saying they people sit and wait for him to either come out or not i thought they pull him out of the hole and then he like looks at the shadow or whatever what i thought they there was like a guy with a top hat have you ever seen it are you talking about the movie now uh, no, i've never seen the movie have you yeah maybe we should watch it i don't actually think it has i can't remember i don't think it has anything to actually do with the, i don't even know i thought in real life the guy had a top hat and like a red coat is that just in the movie? I've never even seen the movie. Why would I think that? I think I there's like an actual don't. person who pulls this gopher, no, no, no. Or whatever it is, <laughs> They groundhog. wait for him to either come out of the hole, and when he comes out, he either sees a shadow or he doesn't. Oh, how do they do? They ask him? Do they let him check know. it off on a little Maybe box? Do they should. have a bowl of some food that's like, use this bowl if you saw it. Use this bowl if you didn't see it. Maybe we should educate ourselves more before we talk about this on the podcast. Well, I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I, I'm ready for this winter to be over it, it we had a lot of snow early in the winter but now it's just been raining it's seriously been raining for the past it feels like three weeks i know that's not entirely true but our entire backyard is a swamp it's kind of a pond this morning there was like 15 birds out there looking for worms it's probably great worm weather 
Yeah, worm weather is that a thing? <laughs> but it's also fluctuating between like 30 degrees and 70 degrees with no real rhyme or reason. And it's just raining a lot. Like right now it's sunny as we're recording this, but it hasn't been sunny. I feel like I haven't seen the sun in three weeks because we went to Portland and I don't think the sun even exists there. And then <laughs> we've been here and it's just been snowy and rainy and gross. But the whole point really was that I'm ready for winter to be over. I'm ready for spring because spring means warm weather. It means my birthday. It means your birthday and the baby is coming. So I'm ready. Dear hospital tour, I'm the most glad that we attended you this weekend. Even though we've been to numerous friends' births at the hospital we're delivering at, it was so helpful to experience it all for ourselves. Out of the eight people who were in our group, I was the only one who had any questions. I don't understand how that's possible. Also, most surprising part, having to remember to bring a $12 check for the birth certificate and social security card. Out of all the things that we learned on the hospital tour, the most surprising thing for you is that we have to have a check for the social security card and birth certificate. I just think of all the things you have to remember to give birth, writing a check feels like the last thing I should be thinking about. Well, right. I mean, I feel like, well, maybe we should write the check now and then we can put it in the hospital bag so that way it's just there whenever we need it. We don't even have a hospital bag yet. Well, well, maybe we need to get one. It's, it's, it's like three, two months until the child Ash, is born. You know what the Boy Scouts say? I don't know what they say because I was never a Boy Scout. <laughs> Always be prepared. I don't know. Yes, it is kind of crazy, but I feel like in the heat of the moment, there is no way that I am going to be remembering to bring a check to the hospital. But well, it doesn't really also, matter because the hospital is not that far away. So I feel like you have to stay there for two days after the baby's born anyway. So we'll have plenty of time to come home and get a check. Or we can just spend two days like looking for pennies and hopefully oh come up with gosh. $12 worth of pennies or something. No, you had to have a check or a money order. You don't think they get cash? No, they literally said they only accept a check or a money order. I think the funny thing is though, is I've gotten used to carrying the checkbook in my purse because of counseling because I have to pay with a check every week. So the likelihood that I will have the checkbook is high if I bring my purse, which I just assume. Do you bring I'll... your purse to give birth? Birth? Purse? <laughs> to give birth? I don't know. I, I guess. Don't know. I guess. You don't, do you have to have your ID to get in or something? I don't know. Yeah, you do. You actually... And, you have to and, have your ID? And your insurance card. So like, obviously, I'd have my wallet. I don't know. It's just funny. I just thought that part was so funny. I'm like, it's like 2019. Why can't we pay with a card? Well, what's really funny is that the whole birth center was literally rebuilt. What was it? Two years ago? Yeah. Like they tore it down and built it from the ground up. And I don't know if it built it from the ground, but they might have remodeled. Well, whatever. Either way, it's not like it's old. It's like, oh, it's just an old building or like an old hospital or whatever. It's brand spanking new. And then got no credit card machine up in there. That's just because, <laughs> honestly, I bet you it's not the hospital. That's it's what the government. I've, that's what she said. It's the government. Because, yeah. like, think about it, Like, the IRS, you still have to pay a lot of that with a check. I guess you can do some of that online now. But the IRS uses these super old computers. Did you know this? They use these really, really old computers that use floppy disks to do a lot of the records and a lot of the tax stuff for the IRS. Because it... I don't know, maybe they don't have the funding or it would be too complicated to update it. So they have all this like really old technology that they use. How do you know use. these things? Oh, I don't know. The internet, Google, oh YouTube. But anyway, so that's probably why, honestly, they probably just have some very old, think about how old the social security system is and how old or how long people have been giving birth certificates. They probably just have a really old system that was built 
and maybe was updated for checks whenever checks were the hot the hot new fad and now they're just too lazy to update it i just think it's funny what was the most surprising part for you about the hospital tour Mm, well i guess because whenever we've filmed births and stuff in the past or been around friends or people who we, we did a promo film once for a girl who is a birth photographer i feel like there were so many rules like i just thought for sure oh there's all these different rules of like what you can do and what you can't do and all these different things because for some reason maybe just because i'm the guest or i'm not the one who's like a vip in the people's birthing experience i've always felt like there's a ton of rules but the way this lady was explaining it at this birth center anyway you can kind of do whatever you want she's like yeah you can bring whatever you want you just can't bring candles so in my mind, she's like, you want to bring a trampoline up in here to get that baby out? <laughs> bring a trampoline. Do you want to bring, I don't know what else, a sumo suit? Bring it. Like you could bring, it seems like you kind of bring whatever you want, do whatever you want. They want you to do your own thing, which I guess is cool. I don't I don't know if it's like that in a hot, like a normal quote unquote hospital or not, but. Were you surprised that nobody else asked questions really? I felt uh, like. I mean, she actually covered a lot of stuff that I wouldn't have thought that she would cover on a tour like this. In my mind, they're just going to show you like, this is the room. This is what it looks like, whatever. But she was talking about like the different ways that you can use the bed. And she was getting on the bed and like demonstrating some of the different positions and stuff that you could use, which I thought was just really funny because not that that's bad. No, I just I think thought it's for like that know. kind of a tour where it was in my mind, it was just more of like a building tour. She was getting very like in the weeds almost about certain positions and why you want to be like x y or z and how your hips are need to be open like all these different things which i just thought was so funny and then she got up on the bed and she was like demonstrating how to use it in all these different positions and i was like all right girl get it i see you (laughs) oh my gosh that's awkward i think the reason why i think she did that is because we were on the midwife tour like if we had done the normal hospital like tour with a nurse she probably I mean, she probably, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I mean, I'm down. For, it was helpful. I just thought, I didn't think those were the types of things that they would cover in this. I figured they would cover those types of things in another kind of birth class or in some sort of like an actual birthing class, not in just like the building tour. I just thought for but, the number of first time moms that were on the tour, I just was like the most shocked that nobody had any questions. I don't know. I mean, I kind of had questions, but I just assumed that any questions I have are just because I don't know anything. So I didn't want to ask them because I figured they were like, probably Like, what dumb. would you have asked? Um, well, now that you asked me, <laughs> I don't know. Oh my I gosh. mean, I can always ask questions. I was. I also had a couple different jokes that I wanted to make, but I decided against it just because I'm there were so, so glad many you people decided against that it. were there. Uh, sometimes people, I guess if you don't know somebody, like, I don't know. It's not appropriate to make a joke. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have been a good idea, but... Yeah. I don't know. It, it it did feel sort of like you were almost like she was recruiting us like to come at like the hotel baby delivery <laughs> place. And it was it sort of felt like checking into a hotel where you can have a baby. And they're like, these are the rooms with the special lights and da da da. And like this special, she was like selling us on all the different, like, <laughs> we don't, she, what did she get saying? She's like, we don't expose you to the general population. The, I guess that's a big faux pas like nobody wants to be exposed to the general population well just for like health reasons i mean it makes sense i just i never thought about that it was just funny the way she talked about it she yeah. was like oh this is gonna be the be most expensive the ho- hotel stay we've ever had though well yeah that was the thing that they didn't talk about right. which they probably should have is how much all this stuff costs which is funny because i don't know i guess technically there's probably cheaper options <clears throat> like if you just went to a regular hospital 
I guess it would cost no, less. No no, 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 that would be the same. If you went to a birth center that's like separated. Oh, really? Like on its own. Yeah, because I'm like, what other option do we have? Home birth. Oh, but then I mean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, we could literally derail here. Next. <laughs> Dear turkey rolls, we need to talk. There's no easy way to say this, but it's over. It's nothing you did. You've been great, nutritious, easygoing, such a such a constant in my life over the past few years, but I've started to dread our time together. I just need something new and exciting in my life. We had a good run. Thanks for all the great times. I'll see you around. Can you believe that you ate turkey roll-ups every day for lunch for three years? It is hard to believe so okay so backstories to this so if anybody follows me on instagram which if you don't you really good should go follow me on instagram i mean you should go over there and you should check it out at tyler harrington at ashley harrington go give us a little follow but if you don't follow me on instagram if you haven't been following for years uh i one day i don't even know how it started i documented my lunch eating routine which i didn't really think was weird or like abnormal or special at the time when I started talking about it, but I started talking about it and people loved it. Like they just thought it was so interesting. They had lots of things to say because I- People think it's interesting because you have bowls in your bowls to portion and separate your lunch. Well, no. What? Yes. Bowls? What do you mean? Your apples go in one bowl. Your cheese goes on the side. Your triscuits go in another bowl. Right. So basically what I discovered as I started talking about this on Insta stories was that I do everything very systematically in the exact same way, in the exact same order, and in a very specific sort of OCD kind of way. But I didn't realize that until I started talking about it. And I didn't set out on purpose to like set up this perfect system i sort of just as i do the same thing every day i kind of slowly start figuring out what's the best way to do it what's the most efficient way to do it x y or z so anyway i didn't realize it was weird or abnormal or i didn't even realize i was doing half these things until i started sharing about it on insta stories and then as soon as i started talking about it out loud then i realized like oh hey i do the same thing in the same way every day and i always put the cheese in the same spot and i always do the exact same thing with my triscuits and i always eat everything in the same order and when i go to turn the tv on i always like set the plate down and then pick up the remote and then shut the blinds and then turn on the sound box and then sit down and then you know i realize that i do all those things in the exact same way every single time so anyway so i shared about that and i shared about like what i ate and why i ate it and whatever and people were very invested people talked to me about it all the time like i cannot believe how many people in the world care or talk to me about my lunch routine okay the real question is what are you going to do if one of those bowls break and you have to redefine okay so what she's talking about is we have these little it's not even a bowl it's like a i guess okay it's a bowl it's not round it's like a little rectangular dish bowl (laughs) dish bowl sort of situation that i put my apples in so i chop up the apple and i put it in this bowl in the middle of my plate and then everything else kind of goes around it Long story short, so I shared about this a long time ago. And basically, I sort of had this snack lunch that I ate every day that was four ounces of turkey, like uh, rolled up turkey breast, uh, an apple. Like deli meat. Deli meat, yeah, deli meat. Uh, one apple, honey crisp apple, a yogurt, 
uh, a little, what is it? Uh, cheese wedge. What is it called? Baby Bell. Baby Bell cheese wedge and six Triscuits. And I ate that every single day for the past, has it really been three years? Yes. Okay. For the past three years, I've eaten the exact same thing every single day. And like, obviously there's some days where I don't eat that or like, I don't eat, if I don't eat lunch here, like I don't bring that with me. I'm not to, because people are like, well, what do you do if you're not at home? It's not like that. Like, it's not that serious where if I go a day without having my lunch, then I'm going to like freak out but if it's a normal week and we're here and i'm at home and i'm eating lunch at home that was what i ate and because that way it's just easy to buy groceries and whatever long story short i finally well it's okay it's been going on for a couple weeks now i just have been too no, afraid to admit it it's been a slow it. fade i've been getting sick of the turkey the rest of it everything is great the apples everything has been kind of great i just have been getting really sick of the turkey and part of the problem was it was always the hardest thing to find because every time ash would go you would only eat a certain kind of turkey right you wouldn't eat any kind of turkey it had to be a very specific right kind. well some turkeys are like too slimy and they're like kind of gross okay we used to get the one from costco and those were the most consistent but those had like a lot of fillers in it and it wasn't like real and they were i don't know i've read somewhere that they maybe not be healthy for you so i kind of didn't want to do those so we started getting you know the regular turkey from the from the deli but then if i went late at night which is what i've usually been doing right the guys the deli guy's not there so then she's got to get out of the case and then sometimes they don't have the right ones and if she buys the wrong one then i have to eat that for a whole week no, and then you it's won't gross, eat it or i won't <laughs> or i'll be like less eager to eat it or whatever and then i've had a few instances where the turkey has been in there either we like i didn't eat lunch at home a couple of days but then ash bought more turkey so i had the last week's turkey left over anyway and then the new turkey by the time I started eating it, was old. So I had a couple different times where I literally had like, I don't know if it was rotten, but like turkey that had probably gone bad like in my mouth. And I was like, oh, this turkey is not good. And it was awful. Okay, so needless to say, you've moved on and now you're going for the warm lunch option and you're doing turkey burgers. So yes. you're still doing turkey, just not right. cold Because Okay, up. the reason I like turkey is because it's healthy and it's protein and it's low in fat like there's lots of reasons like we don't eat ground ground beef in our family like in our household uh, yeah, every not very again. often yeah not very often we eat a lot of ground turkey and like just like lean lean stuff and i realized that i don't why am i eating cold lunch every single day i work from home i have all the time in the world to make my lunch like if i want to spend an hour making lunch i can it doesn't take me an hour to make these but what really happened is I went to Trader Joe's with Ash because she's like, I'm pregnant. I need you to help me carry stuff. So I went grocery shopping, which is usually not a good idea. No, because the budget for the grocery bill goes up by at least $30. But I buy stuff that's going to last for a long time. This is what he tells me. And like you're like this week, because I got so much good stuff last week, you're not really going to have to hardly buy anything because a lot of the stuff I got is going to last for like two weeks. Yeah, but you also got roasted chicken breast right well i forgot about that so what happened was i found this roasted chicken breast that was sliced and i was like oh i'm gonna try this to replace my turkey maybe i'll like this more than the turkey and then i found these turkey burgers in at trader joe's before we left so i bought so i like threw those in there forgot i had the other things and now i have both but i'm i think i'm gonna make it work because the turkey burgers are frozen so i can i don't have to eat those right away and i'm almost out of english muffins so anyway, so I got the an, a whole wheat English muffin to go with my turkey burger, put a little cheese on there, put some hot sauce, bada bing, bada boom. Everything else is, uh, well, it's sort of the same. The apples is still going to be the same. The yogurt is the same. And then 
I felt like having the turkey burger and the bun and a little bit of cheese and having the Triscuits and the cheese all for lunch was kind of a lot. So I've swapped out the Triscuits and the cheese and those are going to become like a snack. And now I'm going to have carrots, carrots and uh, light ranch dressing as my as my uh, vegetable. Some get my micros in, you know, and you get more fruits and veggies in my Your life. micros. Yeah, I gotta get my micros in. So Your anyway, macros, Ty. No, no, no. Those are micros. The macros are oh, protein, fats, fat. and carbs. Micro, I wasn't listening. The micros listening. are like your fibers and your yeah, other. Yeah. Okay. Ones. Also, the most asked question on my Instagram was if Ty is on a diet. Sort of. Yeah. Ty is I, just. He's oh. just counting his macros. So it sounds like he's on a diet. Well, I of. like to know what I'm eating because my problem is. If I'm not paying attention and I'm not paying attention at all, I'll accidentally eat 1,800 calories worth of pizza or go to the Mexican Except restaurant. That we never really eat pizza. Go to the Mexican restaurant and eat 1,000 calories worth of chips before my food even comes. Or like I'll go to Chipotle and I'll get a full bag of chips and guacamole, which the other day I looked at that, Ash, when I was at Chipotle, and it's like 1,400 calories for those two things together, I think. And I usually get that and eat the whole bag and the whole guacamole on top of my burrito. Your whole burrito. Yeah. So anyway, I'm kind of on a diet, just trying to like watch what I eat. Not really, I don't know. You know how it is after the holidays and everything, you kind of just eat whatever you want. But my problem is when I eat whatever I want, I'm really good at eating a lot. I'm a good eater, (laughs) but in a bad way. So anyway. All right. That's my saga about my turkey rolls. It's been a good run, but... I'm not saying I'm never going to bring it back, but for right now, I'm really enjoying the turkey burgers. All right, next up. Here we go. Dear Ty, are you growing a beard? Check yes or no. Okay, no wonder you were done writing. You are so much faster than me. That was only like two words. No, I'm not growing a beard. I don't believe you. I think in your mind, you're like, if I don't shave and I get far enough along without ash telling me to shave i'm going to see if i can grow a beard i think that's what's actually <laughs> happening in your brain no i know without a doubt in my mind that i cannot grow a beard which is why i don't think it really matters if i shave or not in my mind you can't even tell that i have or haven't shaved oh my gosh if you like come from across the room you, like from across the room from you across cannot the room, tell it just looks like your skin is dark there on yeah, your face that's what i'm saying i have the facial hair of a 12 year old <laughs> like it's there are probably 12 years out there 12 year olds out there who have way more facial hair than i do i just am lazy and i don't want to shave and i don't have like normally when i shave is when we go to weddings okay like, but doesn't it feel different like no. if i don't shave my armpits i'm very aware if I don't shave mm. my legs, I'm also aware. But that's because your hair on your armpits and your legs can probably grow like full and long. My hair on my face doesn't grow at all. It doesn't itch like when it starts to like, grow? No. It doesn't feel like anything. That's why like unless I look in the mirror, I don't even know that it's there because it's not. Uh, it's funny because you guys, nobody obviously can see me, but like it Ty is not. Ty basically has a beard on his face right now. No, in, it is in not. In comparison to what his face usually looks like, he has a beard. Sure. The, like people there's people in the world ash that if they don't shave for 24 hours they will look like this that's my they father. will have more facial hair than i have right now yeah and my, i haven't shaved in i don't even know how long it's been like daddy's like that no i'm not growing a beard i can't if i could if i could grow a beard i would definitely grow a beard i think that you're just testing the waters to see because you don't really have to shave for any reason for like 
two more months you should keep going <laughs> actually i, I mean, almost think it would grow like the hair on your head like it's just gonna grow straight out and you could braid it the problem with my like this is so weird to describe on a podcast, but like my hair follicles are like too far apart. So I think that even if they all grew to be like three inches long, they would just be so like far apart that they would just look so stringy because you can see like where the individual hair starts. Not like on your head where they're all really close okay, together. Tight. Let's do an experiment. What? Let's let your beard grow. Okay. We have to stop calling it a beard because you're insulting all the people out there that have actual beards. But I mean, I down, I don't, I mean, as Let's long as you don't care about happens. like, no, what's going to, this is what's going to happen. We always say this and then something comes up. We're going to do like maternity photos or you want to do like a photo shoot or I don't know, something's going to come up and you're going to be like, okay, I have to shave. I was going to shave today, but then I didn't have time. All right. Let's just try it. Let's okay. see what happens. Stay tuned. Check check the Instagram, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But that's the thing, though. Like, honestly, if Ashley took a picture of me right now and posted it on the internet, people would be like, wait, does he even... Is there hair on his face? Oh, yeah. I can kind of... I can kind of see it down there. All right. Moving on. Cue the music. Dear Ash, sometimes I wonder how different our lives would be if one of us had a normal nine-to-five job. I was gone for two days this week for our monthly filming with Caitlin, and when I came home, you acted like I'd been gone for a year. While this whole running a business with your spouse thing isn't always perfect and isn't always easy, I'm glad we get to do it together and slowly grow more and more into homebodies as a result. Ty, would you say that you've become a homebody? Mm, I guess. Kind of. I mean, we talked about it last week. I just feel like we ever, whenever we're not here, we just want to be here. But then whenever we're here, we want to go somewhere else. But I do think, especially once we have a baby, I think that we'll definitely be homebodies i mean it's just funny because we like don't ever have to leave the house well only because we work from home and like if well that's what i mean yeah i think that i think that we i see myself more as a homebody now because our days are numbered until the baby comes and so i feel like i have so much stuff that i need to get done and like i need to be home in order to work i mean like obviously we could like go places and work and it would be fine but i think I like being a homebody. I just like being at home. I just think it's funny because we spend so much time at home compared to normal people, right? Like normal people like wake up in the morning, they leave at 9 a.m., they go to work or whatever time, they come home at six or sometimes later. And then, you know, yeah, they spend the rest of their time usually probably at their house or whatever. And then I could see like every time you're away from home, you'd want to be home. But it's just funny for us because we wake up in the morning and we're here and then we stay here <laughs> but think about and then all the people. night comes and then we're still here and then we eat dinner and we're here and the only time we leave like we're the opposite the only time we actually leave is when we have something scheduled or planned or whatever so we can look at our calendar for this week and like i don't think we have anything going on i mean i have where a couple have to leave the house. i have a couple of, po- of appointments Sorry, i don't think i have anything going you on don't have anything where going i on. have to leave the house so that's one of my resolutions for this year was to I kept saying, Ash was like, because we should, okay, Ash wrote the blog post last week about our like wrap up of 2018 and reviewing kind of like everything that went happened. And from the personal side, we had one a few weeks ago that was the business side. And she asked, Ty, what do you want your goals to be on here? And I said, I kept just saying to go outside more. Like literally, I'm like, no, that's our together and goal. You, said, no, you need your goal. I'm like, no, but goal. like for me personally, I don't, I mean, I like being home. 
there's nothing wrong with being home. But the problem is when I'm always home and I live inside this house, there's sometimes where I don't even know what temperature it is outside. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Was it cold today? Was it hot today? Did I have no idea because I've just been in the house for, for four days. So my goal for this year for me is to go outside more often. No, you literally said like your goal the house. is to leave the house at least once every 24 hours. That's what you said your goal was. Yeah. My goal is not to spend like 48 hours in a row inside of this house. Which, I mean, people probably think that we're crazy. But, like, that happens all the time. Like, there's plenty of, like, honestly, like, two, three, four days where I'll be, I'm like, I haven't left the house. I haven't even gone outside to get the you mail. You know what I think is funny, though, is, like, that is not my life. And we literally live the same. Like, I leave right. the house probably So, once maybe a I day. need more, like, errands or something to do. Or I don't know. I can't air, trust the problem you is, to go out by yourself because then you just buy everything. No, that is not true. Ash is the one who does, like, most of the out of the house errands i don't even know how or why that happened and it's not even like you have that money to do and you usually knock them all out in a day but like i don't know i just like, unless i have a meeting or something to do well it well you know why it started like that because you were working a nine to five when we first got married I and i was true, in yeah. grad school and nannying full-time so i just happened to have more time right because we're also running the business and doing weddings and doing all this stuff it is funny how some habits that we picked up during the first two months of our marriage have still are still true today and we don't even think about it they just like what are like you're doing all the laundry like there i uh, people okay they probably shouldn't say this on the podcast but like i don't know if i have done like a solo load of laundry since we've been married. That is the honest truth. You know what's funny though? Like there was a point where I was like, I don't even know if I know how to start the laundry machine. You know how to start the I mean, laundry I do because I've used laundry machines in the past and it's not that complicated. But like, there were, I, I, I don't do it. Okay, I, you I know have, what's I've funny? started helping folding now. That's yeah, that is true. You're learning because our, why, do, why do I always say you have to help me? Why? Why do I always ask you to help me with the laundry? uh i don't know why because when we have kids what do i say you know what i say that they're gonna have to know how to do it yeah and they're gonna say well daddy doesn't have to do it oh yeah well so yeah, the real problem is that i am bad at folding clothes and i like oh my fold gosh. them however okay. i want we cannot talk about this because <laughs> it is not true you're not and bad at folding clothes you just say I you fold, love- okay ash and i have different ways of folding clothes and she would prefer if i folded the clothes like her but okay ty you're talking about one article of clothing i'm talking about your underwear no, talking about and, the my, and the way i fold t-shirts and the way i fold <laughs> the pants like I've, i just am not a very good folder in general and ash is a I very good that, folder i think he does that on purpose because he knows i'll fold it also it's funny though because when i was a nanny in morgantown when you were still in college carissa paid me money to do their laundry yeah remember i had yeah, to you're like, a professional laundry doer and a professional gift wrapper so i'll just never even have to try in those areas because i will never be as good as you i think that's you're just out. the best ash what can i say you're <laughs> just the best i guess i don't have to do the laundry because i can't do it as good as you no no you're you're learning you you mastered the underwear fold sort of i kind of just make it up until it looks sort of similar <laughs> to what you said but no i think you've got it down we just got to work on your towel folding and then you you could literally take over but the towels go in the closet and no one can ever see them so that i at least the underwear like you have to interact with and look at okay the but towels no one even looks at the they're in a closet th- it's like both of those items the towels and the underwear have a very specific place that they have to go 
So there's only a small amount of room for them to fit. So when you fold them correctly, they that. fit better. I don't think that my folding way and your folding way are making them fit much better. Ash just likes to fold the towels so that, you know how, okay, also, why do towels have these lines on them? You know, how, like on the ends of them, they have like a little bar where it's not like the fluffiness of the towel. It's more like rough i don't know how to describe it but ash likes to fold the towels so that the lines on the towels all fold up so when you stack them in a row the lines are going like straight down That's you're looking at Carissa one solid me. line so you have four towels stacked up and all of their lines line up and they're like perfect that's because that's the way that Carissa taught me. I know, but I don't I don't think it's honestly saving you any space. Like you're making the argument that, oh, it's going to save us space in the closet. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's just aesthetically more pleasing, which is why Carissa liked it. But I don't know. I think you just do it because it's cool. No, no, no. I do it because she told me that's how you do it. Well, yeah, but I don't think it saves space. That's all. That's my argument. I mean, you can do whatever you want. If you want to fold the towels... How you would fold you them fold them any different? I just fold them until they're in a rectangle <laughs> and then I put them in there. I don't think anything about the lines. I just fold it in half and then I fold it in half and then I fold it in half until it's somewhat rectangular and then I would set it in oh the closet. Oh my gosh. Wow. Just like the underwear. I fold the underwear in half and then I fold them in half. And Ash has a whole thing with threes and it involves like your fingers and it's got to be very <laughs> intricate and it takes a lot of brain power. I just like fold it in half, fold But it your in underwear half. look nice in the... But I don't care. I would just throw them in there unfolded for all I care. I just okay, grab one off thing, the top. Then we're going to move on. You know what I think is the most funny thing what? about all of this? Do you remember college Tyler who just threw his laundry in the corner and like it would be weeks, sometimes months. You would pull dirty stuff out of there and no, wear. No, 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 T-shirts no. tight. I remember being in your room and you were like, oh, this T-shirt's not dirty. And you put it on from the dirty pile. No, that wasn't a dirty pile. I oh, had. Oh, you had two separate piles. No, no, no. One I was had, like. No, no, because I had a hamper. Like all my dirty clothes went in the clothes hamper. Like that's where they would all go. But I do remember having a pile of clothes, but they weren't dirty. I don't remember why it was a pile because maybe I just like didn't have room in my dresser or I didn't have room in my closet. I didn't, if you remember, I didn't, I don't think I ever had a dresser even when I was in Morgantown. Like yes, I you had did. that wood one. Uh, no, I had my bed, which had like a, some dresser drawers like built underneath of it. But that was it. Yeah, but when you lived at the Dow's house, didn't you have that one dresser that was like up against the wall and it was like wood and it was tall? Did I? I, I don't know, did. maybe. Also, like you never washed your sheets. Your that's true. I your didn't cleanliness has sheets. really went up since you got married. No, your cleanliness <laughs> has gone up. I just roll no, with the. Punches. I just stayed the same. You right. Have I have also stayed the same, but like you are in charge of that now. So you want Ash cleans the sheets every single week, every single Friday, without a doubt. I don't know how you do it. Like you must have some sort of a like a clock inside of your head that's like oh it's friday what i need to mean? wash the sheets i just live my life and friday comes i would forget and we wash i mean sheets. i forget that it's trash day sometimes most of the time i remember but sometimes i forget oh did i gotta take the trash out or whatever i'm a Ash very always systematic remembers. person so, ty so am i but i guess i just don't care but it's about things i also care about so anyway ash cleans the sheets every single friday without a doubt she also makes the bed every single day which before we got married, I probably hadn't made a bed in <laughs> your whole life. Ten years? No, no, no. When I was really little, I used to have to make a bed. But I think when I turned like twelve-ish, my mom sort of gave up on that and just realized that it was never going to happen and it was a losing battle. So your mom was too nice. I slept with the stretchy sheet, you know, like the what is it? Top sheet. It? Top. Okay, the top sheet and a blanket in a pillow. And that was it. That was all I had in my bed from probably the age of 12 up until 20. What did you have before 22. the age of 12? 
like a comforter and a normal sheet and whatever, yeah. but I just didn't like all that. I didn't like all the messiness of it, but I wouldn't, I didn't want to make my bed because when I came back at night, I was going to have to get back in it. So I like it just to be ready for me when I come back. Ash makes a bed every single day. And you, it's, it's lovely. Sure. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I just don't want to spend the time to do it. So Ash does that every single day because it's her prerogative. And then when, if there's any time when I'm here by and yourself, Ash isn't here, I never make the bed but until I the day home. that Ash is coming home and then I'll make the bed just so she doesn't get mad. No, it's not so I don't get mad. It's no, you know that I value that. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what you meant. All right. Moving on. Next up, the final one. We added this one this week. What is it, Ty? Dear Baby Harrington. Yes. Dear Baby Harrington, you've been a wild one lately. Your Sheikah, that's my mama to all the listeners out there, says you can't possibly be my child because I was super docile in the womb and outside of it. But I just remind her who your daddy is, the man that can never sit still. First of all, yesterday when we were talking to my parents about this, they called you out on this. How does she know that you were docile? You were a twin. Because, and then I said, because when she would go in, they would say, this is baby A and this is baby B. Yeah, but how can you tell which baby is moving? Which I mean, I guess I've never been pregnant, so I don't really know. I, I guess know. you can probably tell the difference between one and the other, but I'm, you can't even tell the difference between a head and a butt sometimes. How can you tell the difference between one <laughs> no. baby and the next? I think also, I mean, our bride, Amy, who's pregnant, will tell you she can tell the difference of the babies. If you have one baby in you who's super active all the time, and then you have another baby who's like super docile, it's very obvious to like start to know who is who. And, you know, the bigger they get, the more, the less they are moving sides and all that stuff, you know, because the space is getting more limited. But anyways, I just think it's funny because the baby has become so, I mean, it's been active since probably like week 16, but it was like more inconsistent. It would like get active. Like if I drink orange juice or I don't know, ate a cookie or something like that. But recently the baby has just been like all over the place all the time. Like yesterday at church, it was like wiling out in there. Yeah. It's hard for me because obviously like I can't feel it. I'm not the pregnant one so she says all these things and like yeah there's sometimes when i put my hand on her belly and i can feel it or like yesterday at church i could literally see it like making waves in in her belly i literally think it was flipping like right now the baby's head is and down she says that and i'm like i don't know how that's possible like the, I, I can't imagine at this point it's so big there's no way it can be actually just doing I'm like okay. summer i don't know if it's like like okay so the baby's head is down so when it moves it's moving from left to right more than from top to bottom now like every now and again, it'll pull its legs in and like slam them up into my ribs, you know. But the mo- most movement that it's doing is like left to right or right to left or whatever. But it was literally twisting its back up and so that its butt was on the top and like rolling its back back down. That's what was happening yesterday. And when I was like laying on the couch yesterday trying to take a nap, it would not calm down. I literally had to like say to the child, I am trying to take a nap you should calm down so that I can shut my eyes because I can't go to sleep because you're flipping out in there, literally flipping out. We've already started the, the, the thing that parents do where when the child is wild and crazy, it's my child. <laughs> but when it's good and being docile, it's our child. No, so that's my child. That's Ash's child, yeah. So 
for some reason, I have been associated with the crazy wild child. Because your parents said, this is why, because your parents said that when you were little, you could never sit still. You always had to be going and doing and moving around even as an infant and i was not i would just lay on the floor and suck my thumb and be like happy go lucky I, my life is great just jay chilling right here i mean i can't really dispute that because i don't remember <laughs> so i'm not going to say that you're wrong about that but i don't know what has to do with the baby being in the womb i just think the whole thing is crazy because we're at the point now we're how many weeks 20 31 30, 31 where that baby could come out today and be totally fine like obviously it wouldn't be an well, ideal situation it would be but small it's possible yeah yeah but it's like be it's at the point where it is viable outside of the womb yeah technically obviously we're hoping it doesn't come from i was born it this week yeah so and yeah that's also crazy to think so short backstory for anybody who doesn't know ash is a twin uh, her mom had a bunch of complications when she was pregnant with them she went to the hospital at 25 weeks and was put on really crazy bed rest because she had what really high blood pressure and she had toxemia and preeclampsia right so she had a bunch of body was shutting down yeah she had a bunch of issues she had to go to the hospital for a very monitored bed rest at 25 weeks had them at 31 weeks yeah and they were ash weighed how much three pounds two ounces and my sister was like two ounces five or two pounds five ounces which her dad could hold them both like one in each hand like in the yeah. palms of his hand so we looked like rats yeah it was it was crazy i mean it's and it's crazy to think that they're both i don't know if you guys are above average you probably are <laughs> like height you're like you're taller oh, than like an average I'm woman like, what yeah. do you mean above average above well, average you're above average human ash yeah, i think I so, so anyway no like as far as like your height and stuff goes you like grew to be well above yeah average. Ash's well, my dad, dad is well, <laughs> ash's dad is six eight so they had a little bit of a an advantage but i mean i wonder how much that impacts your your growth like i wonder if you had cooked longer if you would have grown to be like six two someday you well, could have been a oh, wnba star no no, that would n probably not have been my life's path. But if I, you were six four, maybe. Well, I, I, you know, like I think the whole purpose. Well, okay, so I am not a doctor, so this is not medical advice slash, it's not educated advice either. But I assume the final weeks of pregnancy are really like solidifying different parts of the baby's body, like organs and development. They say that the last thing to really like develop is hearing, and we had a bunch of hearing problems as kids. So I don't know. I mean, we probably could have surpassed a lot of like my sister had to get tubes in her ears and all those things. Like Ash also to likes say? to tell me that the reason that she's loud <laughs> and that she exclaims very loudly, especially if you ever play board games with her, you'll see quickly that she can get well, very basically loud. Basically, anything that inquires or requires competition—that's when I. Yeah, but she's and screaming and shrieking and very loud noises involved. But she claims that's a side effect of them being born early. I think that's a bunch of baloney. But my sister and I just started saying that when we were in high school because it's funny. Like, yeah, it's just funny to be like, well, we couldn't hear ourselves for like eight years, which isn't true, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, anyways, all right, that's a wrap on the Dear Monday letters this week. So then, the only other thing that I want to talk about, Ash, before we before we go is that blog post so this week like i said we actually have a bunch of wedding films on the blog so if you're interested in wedding films you should definitely go check those out but the big thing that we finally posted after weeks i of sat working on it on for it, a long time yeah, i mean 
was our 2018 year in review personal blog post just talking about all the different things that happened to us over the course of the year the different trips we went on and just sort of like the big milestones of the year and i just kind of want to talk about it a little bit because like i said ash she sat on it for a while part of it was we didn't have a great system for organizing our photos, which is a whole nother conversation we can have sometime. Um, but so that took a little bit of time to like find all the different photos and kind of compile all of those throughout the year. But do you maybe want to talk a little bit about the blog post and what took so long? And we actually, the, the cool thing is that we, after she finally did post it, there was a really great response from lots of different people. So thank you to everybody out there who shared encouraging comments or whatever on the blog post. But I just want to hear your thoughts on that, Ash, some of your back, because I didn't have very much to do with it as far as the writing of it goes. Well, I think, okay, so that kind of writing is actually my favorite kind of writing. Go ahead and describe it a little bit. The crazy thing is, is like, this is probably something that I've worked the longest and the hardest on in a long time um, that had absolutely nothing to do with like the furtherment of our business or, you know, it's not necessarily technical or educational. It's literally just a personal blog post. Um, and I, that is literally my favorite kind of writing because I love being able to like tell a story and I love to talk about like things that I'm learning and the growth that I've seen in my own life. I actually started a blog when I was in college and like, that's all the kind of writing that I did. And sometimes I really miss that part of just sharing our life because we share so much of our life, but very rarely do I like have the space to kind of just like go all out there. So that's kind of what that was for me um 2018 was definitely not the year that we expected like uh i would say like the first half of the year like went pretty well and yeah i mean we came into this year well 2018 good came in sorry i came in 2018 feeling good because we had booked up our whole wedding season faster than we'd ever booked it up before yeah and we felt like things were kind of just rolling in terms of you know business stuff and we were like the year before we had kind of a rough year it was just a the year before was our 2017 was our transition year where we went from photo and video to just video so that was kind of like a rocky year we also tried to do some business stuff like some courses and whatever that didn't necessarily like go the way we wanted so 2017 was kind of a rough business year 2018 turned out was like a really good business year we had a lot of right or as far as bookings and stuff like that when we came into the wedding season right with high hopes but then personally it was really hard so i feel like and the weddings this year we loved all of our couples all of our couples were great we just had a lot of like rainy weddings like in all the years prior we'd had you know very good weather and just very good like fortune on all of our our uh wedding days this year we i think april and may this year was just it wasn't just us it was everybody yeah i think seven of our first eight weddings it rained the entire day which again the days were still great and perfect and the couples were amazing and there's nothing wrong with rain on your wedding day it just makes it more complicated from like a shooting perspective and like all these different things that doesn't really have anything to do with a personal blog post but no, 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 i know i'm just saying like all these different things that all kind of like came together at the same time anyways the i i had written had started the blog post like at the end of last year and kind of just sat on it for a while and i think Anytime you're vulnerable, it really opens you up to like, I mean, it just really opens up your life for people to like come in and they can say whatever they want and they can leave or they can be encouraging and like identify that like even if they went through a hard season, like identifying like your season was also hard. And I think that's what it made me realize. Um, Ty and I were at church yesterday and like two different people like came up to talk to us about the blog post and that is why i wrote it i think 
it was less for me well it a lot of it was for me to kind of look back on and see like how we survived last year um, and how the Lord was gracious to us and like really carried us through because in the, in the thick of it, it didn't feel like that. But looking back, I can be, I can say like, it makes sense now. The other aspect of it too, is that in the creative industry, there is a lot of like, you know, everyone's putting on their best face and everyone's like, growing their business and everyone's doing the thing to like get them to the next level. And it's very rare that you hear about anything that's hard or difficult either on the business side or the personal side um, and still being successful in your business. Um, So it's ironic that 2017 was like a hard business year, but a great personal life year. Well, kind of, kind of, it does kind of bleed over one into the other. That is true. Especially when you run your own business, but 2018 was more of a hard business personal year a really great business year but again it bleeds both ways well in like different ways though i mean i feel like 2017 it was hard like our marriage was hard yeah and 2018 was hard because you were going to counseling well it wasn't hard because it was hard because i was doing crap (laughs) that's what i mean it was hard like going to counseling is hard but it's like hard in a different way yeah like 2017 was hard in that we were just like frustrated with each other the whole time because we i don't even really it's just running the business together and like yeah when the business is hard it makes personal stuff also hard because they're so interwoven for us so then 2018 when the business was going better you were you know we started working on some personal stuff and then our marriage started getting better so like all those things were kind of like getting better over the year but it, and it's hard for things to get better but that was we're all kind of getting better but at the same time a lot of like sad things were happening on like the personal front where like both of Ashley's grandparents passed away. My grandfather passed away last year. We just had a lot of like other things that were all going on kind of simultaneously. And it all kind of just like came to a head with having a miscarriage and like all this different stuff. But then, you know, so it's hard to say like, yes, obviously it was a really hard year for like all those different reasons. And you can go read the blog post to see like more detail. We're not going to get into all the details right now, but it was also a really good year. Like uh, the upswing of the back end of the year was very positive, even though lots of sad things were still happening, you know? Yeah. And I think it just like, I mean, this kind of seems like vague and like maybe hypocritical, but it just like kind of goes to show that like social media isn't the end all be all. I actually took a lot of time and space away from social media last year and I didn't post as much and I wasn't as active as much. Uh, I was more of a lurker, I guess you could say. Yeah, we both did for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a healthy balance of, you know, uh, our personal life was, we were in the thick of it and we were just, you know, just getting through it. But if anything, I just really hope that sharing openly and vulnerably like that is encouraging to people out there that, you know, life is real and we are human and life happens and it's okay to talk about it. Um, It's okay to not talk about it. And then seven months removed to talk about it. That's okay too. Um, I think there's a healing aspect to that. Um, Sometimes it's actually better that way because you're not just like spewing emotions all over the place and you're more like, I, I could not have posted this blog post like the week after we had a miscarriage or the month after we had a miscarriage or the month after my grandparents died. Like I couldn't have done it then. It would have been an emotional, like just spew fest. Whereas now seven months removed from the first event, what, which, which was our miscarriage, eight months removed, whatever. I feel like I can see the good and the bad out of it. And I have a more, I can talk about it in a better way that isn't just like an emotion spew fest. Yeah. And it, 
that's the, I mean, I think that you've been honest and vulnerable about all these things on social media. So it's not like... Oh, no. It's not like I just caught everyone Yeah, it's not surprise. like people will be like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. I thought everything was perfect. And all of a sudden, you're just, like, dropping this bomb. But I do think that having time and perspective and being able to look at the year as sort of a whole does give you better eyes to sort of evaluate things and to sort of take things into consideration. And that's what I said, you know, as it was all happening, it all, it doesn't, I don't know, for me anyway, my brain is very much like in the moment. Like I'm not very good at thinking forward or looking back. I'm very much kind of just zoned in on the moment, which can be good and can be bad depending on uh, the situation. But I feel like once you kind of like zoom back and you look at the whole year as a whole, you're able to see more of like the patterns and more of just sort of the way that it has affected us overall. Um, but I do think that, like I said, it's definitely it was hard and there was definitely hard moments, but I think that the end of the year and the, you know, kind of the overall message of 2018 is this sort of very positive upswing, obviously with like being pregnant and like the joy of that coming and working through a lot of stuff and like us being in a really good place with our marriage and our business being in, well, now we're in a kind of a transition again with our business, but you know, things are going well. Like everything is sort of on an upswing, even though we had to go through a lot of like hard ships but in a positive way not not we're not living like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop we're actually living now with more intention and being grateful for the season that we're in because yeah, we hope we ran out of shoes <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're hoping uh kind of to wrap this up i think uh two things that i really took away from like actually pulling together this blog post is one is like we just need a better system for keeping track of all of our photos um and like that's actually important to me i realize like i really do value that and um, I want to have photos that like our kids can look back on one day and really like be like say like you know like what did mama and daddy do before we were around like I want to be able to show them and the second thing is um, just the importance of like reflection um, I think that it's good for your heart uh, it's good for your mind um, it's good to feel like you've grown in things and I think that that's important and so um, I also value that. Um, I'm also a four on the Enneagram and I'm super nostalgic and super introspective. I know some people that's not as natural, but um, I really do think that that's important. And so I'm going to do more of that this year on a monthly basis. So at the end of the year, it's maybe faster for me to pull that together because I that took forever. Yeah. I think that organizing all of our photos and stuff, especially with a baby, is going to be much more important. And I think that's something we can work on. And I think that's actually something we, once we kind of figure it out more, we'll definitely share that because we do this for a living. You know, well, like we manage media and do like yeah. stuff for a living. So I can only imagine how somebody out there who maybe doesn't have as much of a tech background or has access to like all the stuff we do would really struggle with that. So that's something we may, we yeah. might kind of share as we discover that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. And I think that this podcast too, also um, as we continue to do it, I think will actually be good for allowing at least for me anyway to think back more and like even just preparing for this one today i'm like oh what did we do this week and it made me sort of i don't know think about the past week in a way that i maybe never would if i just kind of rolled right on to the next one so i think that this is going to be good and that's the end of the second episode of dear monday hopefully yeah. you all uh, enjoyed it and as always we'd love to hear any feedback you guys have we want this to be beneficial for you guys as well obviously it's uh, a lot of it, like I said, it's kind of for us to help us and just to be more 
um, reflective, but we also want it to be interesting to you guys. So if you have any suggestions, any tips, anything you'd like to hear, anything you'd like to see, any suggestions you have, we'd love to hear it. And if you're listening and you want to take a screenshot and post it over on Instagram so we can engage with you and know who's out there listening, we would love, love, love that. Yeah, because that's the funny thing about podcasts is that there's not very much in terms of like analytics. Like for a YouTube video or Instagram or whatever, you have a little bit more of a pulse on who's watching and how many people saw it or whatever. There's not as much of that for podcasts. So we kind of really need to hear from you guys to know that like, hey, we're out here. We actually like it. You should keep doing it. Ash, do you have anything else that you want to say? Have a cheerful day. Have a cheerful day, everybody. Until next time. This has been Ty. And Ash. And we'll see you in the next one.